this week on the Iowa Watch Connection. I think part of it is the stress of saying, oh my gosh, I've lost a job. Finding a job is never easy, but especially true when you are over 50 years of age. Older, older workers tend to be more dependable, harder worker, and, and, and those things. Is there discrimination against more experienced workers? And I always in the back of my mind wondered whether or not it had any bearing on whether or not they looked at them and whether they weighed in on any of those specifics or if they just were indeed demographic information for their, their use only. The workforce in Iowa for those over age 50, our topic this week. The Iowa Watch Connection is presented by the Iowa Center for Public Affairs Journalism, online at iowawatch.org. Here is Jeff Stein. The latest numbers show that Iowa's unemployment rate dropped to 3.8% in November thanks to holiday hiring and warm fall weather. Iowa Workforce Development reported this month that the rate fell from 4.1% in October, This as the number of unemployed residents decreased by 5,400 last month to about 65,000. However, the number of working residents also fell slightly. Agency Director Beth Townsend credited holiday hiring and a delay in wintry weather that typically reduces employment. That November rate, though, is higher than Iowa's 3.5% unemployment rate in November of the year before. But at 3.8% currently, it remains well below the national rate of 4.6%. But the overall rates don't tell the full story. Some segments of the population have a harder time finding appropriate work than others. And in Iowa, that includes a growing segment of the population, those over 50 years of age. Iowa Watch Executive Director and Editor Lyle Muller has our story. Softball is coming to AIB, and Kim Jones is going to help make it happen. The Facebook page by the AIB College of Business Alumni Association read on September 17, 2012. Kim Wright-Jones, a member of a state high school softball championship team in Urbandale, of a College World Series team from Arizona State University, and of the Iowa High School Athletic Union Softball Hall of Fame, was building something at AIB. Then the University of Iowa announced in January 2015 that it was acquiring AIB College of Business in Des Moines. With the acquisition, the college sports teams were disbanded, and Jones was looking for work at the age of 56. It was difficult in many ways, and mine maybe because more specifically I am coming from a profession that doesn't lend itself to go directly into a different workplace um, when you're a coach. I also am a professional graphic designer, so I have a marketing communication background, so I have a kind of an eclectic mix. So for me to transition right from heading up a softball program into back into the workforce, it was a little more difficult for me to find places where people would allow me to actually meet them face-to-face and and allow me to nuance some of my experience because on paper it's a little bit it's a little bit different. For as unique as Jones's situation is, other workers over the age of 50 have experienced their own version of it. Despite accumulating work experience over the years, they are not immune to job eliminations caused by reasons that range from budget cuts in a tough economy to shifting consumer interest to technology-driven workplace changes. At an age when they might want to start thinking about retirement, they find themselves having to re-enter the workforce, sometimes in a new career and at lower pay than they had been receiving. 
Iowa Watch teamed with AARP of Iowa in November for forums in Des Moines and Cedar Rapids to talk with Iowans 50 and older who are in this predicament. A point of disclosure, AARP of Iowa is an underwriter for Iowa Watch Connection programs, but that relationship gives full editorial control of the content of this report to Iowa Watch. Brian Kasky, an associate professor of health management and policy at the University of Iowa College of Public Health, told those at the forum some hard facts. The labor culture older Iowans entered years ago has changed. And we pretty much stayed in a career pathway, whether it was accountant, whether it was store, uh, retail store. We stayed in that sector. And there we stayed until it was time to retire. And that's how I grew up, and I suspect many of you else look at your lives. Well, the problem is, along the way, we started living a lot longer. Uh, During our lifetimes alone, there have been 30 extra years added to our lives so that people born today are going to easily reach 90 to 100 years old. And if you're in this room, you can expect to see 80 or 90 easily. That's progression. So what's happened in the workforce is as you stayed in those positions, your salary and benefits kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. We see this down at the university. And so the employer's response has been to take away those positions. Back in the hunt for work, Kasky says these workers might have to go back to school for training in a new career. Equally sobering is that the days when an older worker with a life of experiences could expect to be paid the same or more in a new job are gone. Advice from panelists include the usual networking, focusing on the job to be done, spiffing up your appearance, updating your resume, and even getting an interview with a company executive so that you can ask that person about the company and its goals. Another piece of advice, understand technology. A lot of job applications are taken online instead of in person. Kim Wright-Jones had that experience as she was seeking new work after the AIB College of Business closed its softball program. While doing so, she discovered the following. I noticed uh, many of the application process, you go through a very long application online and you get to a demographic part of that application and they ask specifically, obviously, gender questions and then the age question, which I was always not unsure whether I should let them know my age just because I didn't know whether or not it would have any kind of impact on whether or not they looked at the age issue. Panelists at the AARP of Iowa forums that Iowa Watch participated in said employers who seek demographic information online should only be doing so when collecting general information about whom is seeking employment with them. In these instances, the panelists said, the demographic information should be going into a different file at the employer's end, separate from the individual's application. The problem is, job applicants cannot be certain when submitting online that the demographic information is not part of their application. Again, Kim Wright-Jones. And I always, in the back of my mind, wondered whether or not it had any bearing on whether or not they looked at them and whether they weighed in on any of those specifics or if they just were indeed demographic information for their, their use only. Lynn Phillips is a career counselor and coach and founder in 1993 of the firm Career and Life Transition Counseling of Des Moines. Here was a bit of advice she had when speaking in the Cedar Rapids Forum. She tells people to leave their college graduation date off the resume. Don't put your college graduation date on your resume unless it's very recent. When you address 
when you write your resume, basically the skills and knowledge and expertise that you have gained in the last 10 years is probably going to be the most relevant for the job. So I would say list only what's on your resume, only what is 10 years old and newer. Do list out your degrees, list only those degrees that they ask for. So if you have an earned PhD, for instance, and the job requires only a bachelor degree, list your bachelor degree. You're not required to list all of your degrees. When I talked about look at the posting, ask, look what they ask for, and if they say five plus years of experience and you've had 40, list five plus years of experience because you don't want to tip the hand too quickly that you are mature. Make a meet you to see that. A workaround to deal with age discrimination? It is. Here is another point forum speakers made. One of your worst enemies when trying a job change in your 50s and 60s might be yourself. Kathleen Watson gets why, especially if you have been laid off and find yourself virtually starting over in the job market. She is a Cedar Rapids business consultant for midlife professionals who works through the company she founded, Stepping Into Big. I think part of it is the stress of saying, oh my gosh, I've lost a job. And and it's, I mean, if you're, if you're looking, if you're missing something, you almost by definition feel something is lacking. And it takes some work to shift that around and say, you know, basically get your head back in the game and say, I have an amazing package of skills to offer and my job search is their candidate search. And that experience you think is so valuable? I think way too many people talk about activities and experience rather than outcomes they've created, problems they've solved, skills that are transferable from one situation to another. And I think that's a big mistake. What any sort of job seeker gets to do is portray herself or himself as basically the answer to the prayer of the right employer. Yet, finding opportunities can be difficult. The Bureau of Labor Statistics says the average wait between jobs for workers ages 55 to 64 is 40 weeks. That compares with 30 weeks for workers ages 35 to 44. The average wait becomes longer as you age, Bureau of Labor Statistics show. Using October as an example, the average wait for workers ages 20 to 24 was 22 weeks, ages 25 to 34, 27 weeks, and so on up the ladder as you age. Erin Lamar Doolin of Cedar Rapids has been a social worker during a long career, but also took work in telemarketing after being on the negative side of job cuts. He is 64. And sometimes, you know, uh, you try to make the resume fit the position, you know, but then a lot of times they'll call back and ask you, you know, some information which then tells you your age on top of that. You know, sometimes uh, I'm either not getting, I'm either not getting an interview or a talk and it's either because of my age or because I'm black. So I have, I have some double things that I'm standing up against, you know, especially in this community. Doolin says he is taking classes at Kirkwood Community College and networking. He 
He says he wants employment, but he also wants to show younger people that a college education and hard work still pay off. Jobs exist. The national unemployment rate for those in the job market who were 55 and older was 3.5% in fall 2015. That is below the 5% overall rate for all workers, regardless of age, reported during that same time by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. One Iowa-based company maintaining a strong older workforce is Hy-Vee. 20% of the grocery store chain's 81,000 employees, some 16,000, are age 50 or older. Abby Olson, the company's director of recruiting and hiring, says Hy-Vee offers several work features to keep older workers and their job experiences. We're willing to work with their schedules and... um, We have a lot of part-time employees that are retired that really enjoy it because they can, you know, work throughout the summer, winter, you know, somewhere down south, and then come back. Um, And then for the people that are looking for full-time positions, you know, we're open 24 hours, so there's just a wide variety of positions that they can fill. How important is that flexibility for somebody of that age? Um, I think at at that point in their life that the flexibility is important to them. Um, You know, they, you know, may have kids, grandkids, you know, Um, would like to travel, things like that. And so by having a more flexible schedule, then that enables them to do that. Things worked out for Kim Wright-Jones, now 57, after losing that job at AIB College of Business. Fortunately for her, she has other skills that include helping college students and graduates who are making career decisions. On December 1st, she started work as assistant director in the Alumni Relations Office at Drake University. She got to stay in higher education and was looking forward to digging in. Part of my job will be working directly with the Student Alumni Association, which is quite exciting for me because I've come off as a coach, coming from a coach, and being able to work with students directly is something I'm really, really passionate about. And then also working directly with alumni, which is um, something that I think I can relate to because both my children graduated from college. And then um, just having the opportunity to be in higher education, which I believe so strongly in, and it's a great place to be continuing my career. I'm Lyle Muller with the Iowa Watch Connection. You can read more about the topic by going to our website, iowawatch.org. Type jobs in the search box at the top of the page. And Lyle Muller joins me now. Lyle, what led to Iowa Watch partnering with AARP Iowa for these forums? They were interested in having some forums, and we were interested in having some forums and some engagement. And so the discussion started, and we were able to reach an agreement that this was a good idea to get out there and do something about navigating the workplace when you're 50 and older. The biggest takeaway, I think, is that the new norm is gone. Brian Kasky, who is a professor at the University of Iowa College of Public Health, hit that right away in one of the forums. The new norm is gone. The old norm is is that we get a college education or get a high school education for this particular generation. Then we get jobs, we climb the ladder, and as we climb the ladder, we continue to get more and more pay. We gain experience and we we become more valuable, get jobs, and continue to have good pay. The new norm is is that you might get laid off in your 50s because of job cuts, reorganization, whatever that is. And when you go out there and try to get another job, the fact that you just have a lot of work experience and life experience is not going to get you good pay. You have to fit the job 
that exists. So if there's a job out there paying less than what you've been accustomed to being paid, but the employer thinks that's the value of the job, that's the salary you have to expect to get. It's very sobering for people who are 50 and older to think that they might have to take a cut in pay. And here's another thing, that you might have to go to college again and get more education and retrain yourself, or that you have to learn technology. These are frightening things for some people, but for others, they serve as good examples of how you can expand even at a later age. Lyle Muller, thanks. Again, you can read more about this topic through a series of stories on our website, iowawatch.org. Type jobs in the search box at the top of the page. In a moment, we'll hear from a longtime operations manager for Iowa Workforce Development about the issue. That's next as the Iowa Watch Connection continues. Support for the Iowa Watch Connection comes from the Iowa Insurance Division's Iowa Fraud Fighters Program. This statewide initiative educates Iowans on how to double-check before they invest and shield their savings from scammers. Thousands of Iowans have attended fraud fighter forums across the state to learn about new scams circulating in their area and how to stay a step ahead of fraudsters. Learn how to fight fraud and why it is important to report scams at iowafraudfighters.gov. The Iowa Watch Connection radio program is part of a statewide audience engagement project organized by the Iowa Center for Public Affairs Journalism, an independent, nonprofit, nonpartisan news organization. The center is dedicated to producing high-quality investigative and community affairs journalism in Iowa, while also training journalism students to do this work at a high ethical level. The center is found online at iowawatch.org. Welcome back to the Iowa Watch Connection. I'm Jeff Stein. Carlos Vega has worked with Iowa Workforce Development as operations manager of its Cedar Rapids office for 15 of his 28 years with the state. During that time, he has worked with Iowans who need to overcome barriers to employment, helping them build resumes and seek jobs. He talked with Iowa Center for Public Affairs Journalism Executive Director and Editor Lyle Muller about barriers people age 50 and older face when changing jobs. Well, I think uh, some, of the, some of the barriers are really kind of uh, uh, barriers that they place on themselves, and, and I hate to say that because a lot of times what some individuals do is when they come in and, and they may tell somebody, for example, I had an individual individual come in to talk to me very first thing that they told me is I'm 62 years old you know and I'm having trouble finding employment well if if someone is you know putting that out there uh, you know obviously it's a, everything that you say when you're looking for work is a double-edged sword and so 62 does not make you or old if you if you look at it in a positive way older older workers tend to be more dependable harder worker and, and, and those things but the other side of that is okay if you're if I'm the employer if you're 62 years old are you going to retire in three years are you you know you're ready for retirement how long are you working so those type of things are um, 
really some of the things that will hurt individuals. So what we try to do is to help them through that process to try to get them to present themselves in the best light and not focus on their age, uh, but more focus on their skills and their abilities. Yeah, it sounds like what you're really suggesting is old school thinking, which we, is what we tell young people when they're out there trying to get a job, and that is is to tell them you want the job and that you have the skills to do it. Is, am I reading that correctly? That's exactly it. It doesn't matter whether you're 25 years old and fresh out of college or you're 62 years of age and only have a few more years that you're, that you're wanting to work. What matters is what you have to offer to the employer, uh, the skills that you have, uh, and that's what you should be presenting. And everything else uh, should really should, shouldn't be part of the conversation. But there's the pay issue. How realistic do people have to be when they're over a certain age and are seeking a new job? Well, I'm glad you you asked that. One of the things that I would tell folks to do is if they go to our website, uh, they can find uh, on our website some uh, uh, some wage uh, predictions and some wage uh, um, some different wage uh, information that will help them better prepare for the interview. So uh, what I would tell you is individuals need to be realistic. They may have left a job that they were making, you know, $60,000 a year. They need to understand they didn't get there at that pay. And they need to realize that the next job that they're going to may not pay as much to begin with, but it may pay more or down the road, or it may not pay as much, but it will get to that point. Folks need to look at the bigger picture as opposed to what I'm getting today or what it, what is the, that, that opening. The other thing they need to take a look at is, is what other doors will that position open up? Maybe it's not the job that I really wanted or the pay that I wanted, but if I can get in the door and then work my way uh, in within the company, I think it's a lot easier to move within the company than it is to get in. So if the opportunity is there, they should take a look at, at what those opportunities are and other things, not just what the immediate pay is. Carlos Vega of the Cedar Rapids office of Iowa Workforce Development, speaking with Iowa Watch Executive Director and Editor Lyle Muller. They spoke in November of last year in Cedar Rapids. And that brings to a close this week's program. We're back again next week at this same time. I'm Jeff Stein. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you'll make the Iowa Watch Connection again next week. The Iowa Watch Connection is a copyrighted presentation of the Iowa Center for Public Affairs Journalism, which is solely responsible for its content. For more information about the center, including how you can contribute so high-quality investigative and community affairs journalism and student training can continue, go online, iowawatch.org.